Once Upon a Time is right now, here on Fable City Radio, with your host, Martha Whitehouse. Tonight on Fable City Radio, we are traveling to an enchanting kingdom of cats in a story captured by the Brothers Grimm entitled The Poor Miller's Boy and the Cat. It comes from Volume 2 of Grimm's Children's and Household Tales, published in 1814, and it tells the story of a simple lad who finds love and his fortune as he grows up with the help of an enchanted cat. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy The Poor Miller's Boy and the Cat. Once upon a time, there lived a miller. He was not married and had no children, but he did have three apprentices he employed to help him run the mill. As he neared the end of his life, he despaired because he had no children as heirs to his estate. So he called his three apprentices together and told them that he wanted to leave his mill to one of them, but the lucky recipient would have to prove his worth first. I want each of you to go out into the world and bring me the finest horse you can find. Whoever brings me the best horse will inherit my mill. The two older apprentices, eager to inherit, wanted to start searching for horses right away. And the youngest apprentice, even though he had no particular desire to own the mill, made up his mind to try to please his master by joining the search. The older apprentices were not pleased by the young apprentice, a boy named Hans, joining them because they thought he was a simpleton and unworthy of inheriting a mill. The eldest said, you'll never find a good horse. You're too stupid. Why don't you just stay behind? But Hans was determined, so he followed his co-workers as they set off down the road. As the sun was setting, the three men searched for someplace safe to sleep. They found a cave and settled down for the night. The two older apprentices pretended to fall asleep, and once they heard Hans snoring, they got up and stole silently out of the cave, leaving Hans to fend for himself. The next morning, Hans woke up to find himself alone and wondering how he would find a horse and find his way back to the only home he had ever known, the mill. Emerging from the cave, he chose a direction through the woods and started walking. After a few minutes, he heard a voice down by his feet, and he looked down to see a cat walking beside him. Did you say something? Hans asked the cat. I asked where you were going, Hans, said the cat. Hans was surprised to see a talking cat, but he generally thought that cats were silly creatures and he didn't see why he should be talking to one. But the cat did know his name, so he decided to answer. Not that it's any of your business, said Hans, but I am out here looking for a fine horse to take back to my master. He promised his mill to whoever brings back the best horse for him. I know just where to find such a horse, said the cat. If you will come to my castle and work for me for seven years, I will give you the finest horse that anyone has ever seen. Your master will be very impressed. Hans wasn't convinced that a cat could help him with his mission, but he decided to go along with the cat because no other plan came to mind. He told the cat to lead the way, and she led him for a day and a night until they came to a large, magnificent stone castle. Inside the castle, Hans saw many other cats in every color and pattern running this way and that and doing all the chores of servants. His companion, who was actually the queen cat, put on a little crown and led him to an impressive dining table covered with plates, bowls, and cups filled with delicious things to eat and drink. 
Hans, ravenous from his trip, started eating, and he was delighted to find the food was very tasty. After Hans had eaten his fill, the queen cat clapped her paws softly and ordered her servants to show Hans to his room and help him get ready for bed. Hans followed the servant cats up a grand staircase, and they showed him into a richly decorated bedchamber. The cats brought a basin of water and helped Hans bathe, drying his face carefully with soft, fluffy tails, helping him into silk pajamas, and then tucking him into a warm, soft feather bed. Hans felt peacefully asleep and slept deeply. The next morning, the servants helped Hans put on a set of fine clothes, and he followed them downstairs to have breakfast with the queen cat. She assigned him his work for the day, which was chopping wood. Hans... Take this silver axe and silver wedge and chop the wood you find behind the castle. Do this chore every day. My servants will bring you anything you need and meet me back here each evening for dinner. There are many more chores to do around my home, so you will always have plenty to do. Thus Hans began his apprenticeship with Queen Cat. She asked him to chop wood, mow her meadow with a silver scythe, and many other chores. Finally, when he thought he had completed every chore available, Hans went to the Cat Queen and asked her if he could receive his reward of the finest horse in the world. I have one more task for you, Hans, said the cat. I am giving you my finest silver tools, and I want you to go outside where there is a pile of building materials, and I want you to build me a fine little house that will be all my own and a cozy getaway. Hans went to work and labored many hours while building a charming little house that was just the right size for a cat. The queen found it to her liking and said, You have done well. Follow me and I will show you your reward. The queen opened the door to the little house Hans had just built, and inside were twelve perfect horses. Hans marveled at the animals as they emerged full-sized from the tiny house. He reached out to touch one of the horses, and the cat said, You must return to your home now after you dress in your old clothes. I will bring you your horse in three days. Seven years had passed since Hans went to live with the cat, but to him it only felt like a few weeks. He was shocked to find that his old suit of clothes was tattered and now too small for him, but he put them on and the cat showed him the way back to the mill. When Hans presented himself at the door of the mill, the two older apprentices didn't even recognize him, and his tattered and disheveled appearance made them doubt him even more. The millkeeper wouldn't even let him sleep in the house and sent him out to sleep in the barn, where he found the two pitiful half-lame horses the other apprentices had brought to their master almost seven years earlier. Where is your fine horse? The elder apprentice taunted. It will be here in three days, said Hans. The other apprentice laughed and left Hans to his misery. After three days of teasing, a beautiful carriage drawn by six sleek horses pulled up to the mill, followed by a servant on foot leading a seventh, even more beautiful steed. The door to the carriage opened up and a beautiful princess stepped out of it. It was the queen cat, released from an enchantment, and she asked the miller where Hans was. Him? He was too dirty and scruffy, so he made him sleep in the barn with the animals, said the miller. What would a beautiful princess like yourself want with a scruffy servant? The princess ignored the insult against Hans and ordered her servant to take him out of the barn and help him bathe and dress in the fine clothing she had brought from her palace. Hans emerged from the millhouse looking every bit the dashing prince, 
and his former master and co-workers looked on with envy as he climbed into the princess's ornate carriage. Here is the fine horse Hans promised you, said the princess to the mill owner, but he doesn't need your old mill anymore. With that, she got into the carriage with Hans, and they traveled back to the little house that Hans had built. The building was now a large, beautiful silver castle. Soon Hans and the princess, freed of her enchantment, married, and they both lived very happily ever after. The End I hope you enjoyed my version of The Poor Miller's Boy and the Cat. This is a story that the Arnie Thompson classification system classifies as type 402, the animal bride. There are many stories of this type. In these stories, various human characters marry enchanted animals who are actually princesses in disguise. Animal bride stories are similar to stories like The Frog King, where a princess discovers that an enchanted animal is actually a prince in disguise. I also see the story as a simpleton makes good story. That's my own category, I just made it up. I'm not sure why so many fairy tales feature poor, simple, good boys named Hans. In German, the name Hans means God has been gracious. The Hans characters in fairy tales, while often not very bright, are usually blessed with good fortune, as if a deity is looking out for them because of their good natures or kindly hearts. So that may be the reason for the name being used so often. Stories featuring simpletons are a staple in folklore. These simpletons always succeed and prosper by the end of the story. I like to think that fairy tales suggest that it's okay to start off an adventure as a fool. We all start new endeavors without knowing much at the beginning. We are all fools until knowledge and experience make us wise. Starting off as a fool is alright, because in the end, the fool will be rewarded. One interesting feature of this fool story is that right at the beginning, the titular character is described as not being interested in inheriting his master's mill. It seems that Hans goes along with the search just to be sociable with his fellow apprentices, only to have them betray him and abandon him in the wilderness. Not so nice. In an edition of Grimm Brothers stories titled The Annotated Brothers Grimm, Editor Maria Tater included a quote from Ruth B. Bottenheimer, who is widely considered one of the foremost Grimm scholars in America. She posits that nearly, and I quote this, nearly every image and metaphor in the poor Miller's boy and the cat can be read erotically. I'm not sure that I agree with that analysis completely, but it is true that cats in stories often serve as metaphors for sex or the sex drive because of their well-known and loud mating activities. In a version of this story that originated in South Africa, retold by the Grimm brothers as the Three Feathers, the three young men seeking the best items are brother, sons of a king, and the youngest brother, who is called Dumbling, brings back the best carpet, best jewels, and most beautiful woman to satisfy the king's tests, and he marries the woman who was once a turtle, so another animal bride. There are also versions of this story originating in Estonia and Myanmar. That's all I have for now. Keep on reading, and meet me soon for another story in Fable City Radio.